Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Lots to talk about. Right back with the show with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but th- I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Monday. It is. It I is a manic you. Monday. That was really loud. It's only manic because we were in Nashville all weekend, and it was very, very nice. If you've never spent any time in Nashville, do it because it's a great town. I did not know that people go there all the time just, like, for bachelorette parties. It's sort of like a Why mini Vegas. Why you turn that light on? It's too glary in he here. He did. Oh. What? He turned it back oh. on. Glary. Yeah, turn it off. Too bright. Anyway, mm. uh, yeah, people go there all the time. A lot of Minnesota. You know, we were talking about this, and it was so weird because I was... I was recognized more there than I am here. Really? How weird is that? That is weird. Well, we ran into tons of Minnesotans. They're like, we come here all the time. Mm -hmm. We just come down here and hang out on the, what's, Broadway's their big. Yeah, Broadway's the big one. There's a ton of acts that come through there. Oh, everybody, yeah. And it's it's a small, nice walkable area and really good food. the food scene, man, is really cool. Super, super it's really food good. scene, babe. Pulling <laughs> Sammy Davis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The food scene, babe. It's really, really good. I, everything we had was amazing. I mean, I don't know. It's a nice little. It's a nice town. Growing Riding. like a growing like crazy. Thirteen cranes up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there were fifteen the last day. There were two more. Oh. 
or 15 tower yeah, they call cranes. that the, na- the state bird now is yeah, the state building bird is, crane is that's the crane, building so yeah. much. <laughs> state bird is a building crane. That's absolutely true. I, uh, I've already made this announcement this morning that when Catherine finally is fed up with me and gives me the boot, I'm going to marry Chanel from the, from the Holston House Hotel. Oh, I really? love Chanel. You're going to marry Chanel. I, lo- I love Chanel. She was wonderful. How old do you think Chanel was? About 30? Something like that? I don't know. You can't know. really tell. At least 30. So when what? She died or? No, no. She was the, she's the manager of the restaurant at the Holston House. Uh, Tom likes, uh, apparently he likes blingy false eyelashes. and. She had some big <laughs> hair too, brother. She had that big old giant <laughs> hair. But, but she, Chanel was a yeah, hard worker. She runs that uh, whatever the name of the restaurant is. I don't know if it ha- does. It hasn't. It just the Holston House. Yeah, I don't know. But it was Something the, like yeah. that. So you're gonna pull a Dennis Quaid? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna pull a Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Marry a young black woman. <laughs> It'll be phenomenal. She get honestly, God, I am not. You'd kidding be so you. trendy. Yes, I would be very trendy. <laughs> so I could be on a commercial. Yeah, you could. Now wait a minute. That would be a black guy with a white woman. though. It wouldn't be a white guy with a black woman. Yeah. Very oh, that's rarely right. The commercials the are the other way around. Yeah, now. very, yeah. very, yep. very rarely. Yep. That's true. That's the situation. <laughs> I got to see if I can find this picture because Tom sent it to me. Yeah, here it is, right here. I think. There she is. There's my baby Chanel. Okay, yeah. Look at that outfit, brother. Together. I can see you guys together. Yeah, see? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, great. Catherine. I just uh, saying. <laughs> so no, no, I said if you, if, you ever, yeah. if you ever divorce me. Oh, okay. oh, I love her hair. That's some hair. Yeah. Chanel's got some hair, man. She goes, okay, Tom. Does so, she know that you're interested in her that way? Does she know <laughs> that? She, she hugged me about 500 times, so I'm just assuming. Oh, all right. A, I think one time she's giving me a big hug, and Philip comes in and goes, stop hugging a black woman. <laughs> Philip got all mad at me about Philip is so racist. Oh, God, is he ever. <laughs> he was complaining at the... He was, uh, he was, he was complaining at the Thank airport. He comes up to me, he's like, so, I got my TSA card, and I, so I go to the TSA lane... And if it's a black man, he gives me trouble. Black man at TSA gives me trouble every single time. I'm like, don't look at me. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's how you treat your own people. I'm not sure. Yeah, Philip, maybe you're not good to black people. Do you ever think of that? <laughs> you've got attitude. Yeah, maybe they don't like your attitude, Philip. But yeah, Chanel's leaning over. He's always big complaining. Hug. This is a woman, by the way, on Saturday night. I can. We can hear all that. Yeah, we can. Whatever we? you're doing. There you go. Okay. So on Saturday night, we're up, there's like, like you go in the lobby and then you go downstairs to go to the diner and you go upstairs to go to the bar, mm-hmm. right? So I'm upstairs at the bar. All of a sudden, here comes Chanel on Saturday night. You make sure you come and see me tomorrow before you leave because I have to say goodbye. <laughs> she, she sought me out to well, say goodbye. Tom was tipping like a maniac because he was getting attention. So I was not. Yes, you well, were. How would you even know that? Because I saw a three dollar muffin got a forty dollar tip. Ooh, yeah, I did so not. Got Practically, money like that. mm, that's, that's why he was getting yeah. so many hugs. What are you saying about black women? What? Anybody? Well, I said when you got money like that, that's. I don't leave forty dollars for a three dollar. I don't either. She's making that up as she it's goes close. along. It's close. Was not even close. You know, yes. you're lying. Liar. Like, oh, someone likes me. Here's a big tip. But that is how it works. If, if, like, if, you, if, they, if I get flirted with, then yeah, there's, there's going to be some extra dollars just because I want to make sure she doesn't think What I'm about cheap. that fine, handsome figure that you cut? <laughs> Does that count? 
<laughs> that doesn't work not, for no, you? No. no. Guys are pretty no, it, easy that way. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That hotel was gorgeous. It, it, the, the, the food was phenomenal. The venue, uh, Green Bar Distillery, was a beautiful venue. I mean, it, it, it just went perfectly. It really did. Well, except for nice. a couple of guys in the morning show kept running their mouths off to listeners, which I, when I mm. see them next time, that won't be happening again. You're getting a pop in the chops. I don't want to be here. I mean, uh, right in front of our listeners, you tell them how you don't want to be there. Right, they came here to see you. Exactly. You, you don't want to be there. You got to pretend like you want to be there. Yeah, this is the pretend you want to be there. Well, you know, ball. they're artistic. They loathe their public. Right. <laughs> I loathe the public because I'm so artistic. That's right, I forgot. I enjoy spending time with listeners. I, I have a new friend. Well, with Everybody is so nice. I learned how to do sign language because Tom and Holly was a, a couple that came. And Holly does sign language now. Every time she sees me, she gives me the finger. <laughs> so it's kind of like hello in a way. Right. Actually, the double finger. She gives me both oh, hands. Yeah. Holly was the best. <laughs> there were so many nice people there. It was unbelievable. Great people. Very nice. You know? I think the uh, advertisers had a great time. They seemed like they did. Well, the advertisers had a really good time. Absolutely, they did. I just think it, uh, we're going to do that again. You should come. I'm in for the next one. You should come. I'm, I'm telling you, you'd have a ball. Andy, you should come, too. Mm. Yeah. All you, Cassie, come down. Everybody mm-hmm. come down. We should do shows from down there. It'd be wonderful. But, um, yeah, uh, people er, people in the streets are incredibly friendly in Nashville. Mm-hmm. They're just nice as hell. Everybody just, hey, how you doing? How you doing, sir? I, ho- I held the door for a couple of guys who looked like they were probably about 40, maybe something like that. I held the door for them. Well, thank you very much, sir. Very kind of you, sir. Thank you. They were it was all unbelievable. <laughs> well, I can't do that Nashville accent. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I can't do it all that well. I know. Well, they have a very slight southern they do. accent. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. That's I mean, very, you can pick bad. it up, but hard to imitate unless you listen to it for a while. So our big tip-offs are uh, Il Molina. Yes. El Molino is really, really good. It's in the Hilton right across the street from Bridgestone Center, which is where the Predators play. Oh, and by the way, the North the uh, the North Stars, good, Tom. The Wild was there playing the Predators Thursday yeah. night when we got there. Yeah, a lot of people went to the game. A lot of people went to the game, watched the, watched the Wild get killed four to nothing. But other than that, you know. But, yeah, we had the food was great. So uh, Il Molino uh, at, the, at, the, at the Hilton. <laughs> Across right. from the Bridgestone <laughs> Arena. And then another place that is phenomenal is called Geist. It's in Germantown in Nashville. Holy God, their food is good. It's in this cool old building that was the uh, one of the original um, businesses in Nashville was a blacksmith. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And then, then what was the name of that mall we were in with the... With all of the, it was a name of a car company. Oh yeah, Marathon. Marathon. <clears throat> it was Marathon. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool. They've turned it into a mall, and they've got almost all of the original factory stuff just all over the place. It's really cool. You know what I did notice about it though? This crowd, unlike the Vegas crowds, none of them fell asleep in the audience because <laughs> the show starts at five thirty, yeah. not three thirty in the morning. Oh yeah. Remember, I used to look out at those Vegas crowds and go, "Half these people are asleep." <laughs> It's 3 o'clock in the morning. What are we doing? Well, it was kind of nice because you only did one show yeah. on yeah, Friday. So people yeah. could you know, go out and party as much as they wanted to and not have to get up early for two shows. That was, that was nice. Tom Nardini, our buddy, he's a, he's a buddy of Bilski's. That's how we met him. Tom Nardini was at Nardini, uh, Nardini Fire. I don't know. He makes like fire extinguishers and all kinds. He's got a big business doing that. 
but he brought along a friend of his who was at one tick away from becoming an admiral in the United States Navy, but he decided to retire instead of become an admiral, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, to get to the top of the <laughs> top of the mountain. Like, ah, not yeah, I'm, I'm good. Go I'm good. But the great thing about it is that I can't remember who it was. It might have been Holly. Decided he looked like Dana Carvey, so every time I saw him, I went, Dana Carvey, how's it going? It never got old. <laughs> it never got old for me. Was it Garth Dana Carvey or uh, Church Lady Dana Carvey? Oh, that's a tough call. Uh, <laughs> tough call on that one. I like Dana Carvey. I miss I do him. Too. He, I agree. Oh, he was so good. I completely agree. I love Dana Carvey on there, but Scott was the guy's name. Admiral Scott. I called him Admiral Scott after a while, just for the hell of it, but nicest guy in the world. Everybody. I mean, we had, there was one guy that ran his mouth and was calling people names and stuff, and I finally said... Yeah, you know, and people drink. I said, you pushed it really hard, and you're right at the edge right now, so I wouldn't do it again. And he didn't, and then he just kind of calmed down, but he was the only guy that got out of line a little bit. Um, as far as... Now, Tevin. Yep. How do you win two games in Houston... And then come home and lose three games at home. Well, wasn't uh, wasn't Scherzer supposed to pitch and he yeah. had back spasms or something like yeah. that? But yeah, that's I don't know how you can not win at home. The, 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 all the road teams have won. I know. The World Series. World Series were five games in, and not one home team has won a game. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, it's I mean it's weird that it's both teams playing poorly at home and the yeah. road teams stepping up, but maybe they're know, nervous. It interesting. Maybe it's too much pressure. Well, that Taubman guy kind of put the curse on Houston by making those comments about about domestic violence, which I'll never understand what you'd want to do. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the ex- <laughs> assistant general manager of the uh, Houston Astros, there was a woman, I think she was a reporter, wearing one of those purple uh, domestic violence survival yeah. uh, wrist, wristbands mm-hmm. or whatever, and he, he made fun of it. Oh. And and then he turns to her and says, "I'm really glad we picked up. I can't remember who the player was, but he he was on suspension for domestic violence. Oh. And this general manager, assistant general manager, keeps going, oh, I love that guy, man. I'm so effing glad we got that guy. He's the greatest. I'm really glad. Right in her face. It's like you're taunting someone over domestic violence. Why do people act like such weirdos? Well, they didn't. They didn't win a game at home, and then they fired him after game two." And they've won every game since. So I don't think you're getting another job there, no. Tobin. I think you're out, pal. Ha- taunting a woman over her domestic violence. I don't understand how you get the. How do you get there? Like you feel like a tough guy because yeah, you're exactly. yelling at this woman? No. Just odd. Uh, the Nationals did get wiped out at home. They lost all three games. And uh, is it tomorrow night? It's yep. tomorrow night, right? Yeah, yep, Tuesday, night. Wednesday. I think Strasburg and Verlander. Oh, scheduled to start. So Verlander's never won a never won a playoff game, has he? That's a good question. I don't think he's, he's ever won a playoff like game. Like regular season. He's like the Peyton Manning of oh, baseball. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Exactly. Great in the regular season, not so great in the postseason. Yeah, Verlander. He if they lose one more, it'd be Verlander losing because he's never won. Uh, and one of the things that I like. And look, even if you're the guy, would I think it was funny because. Donald Trump went to the game because it was in Washington, D.C., and they booed the piss out of him. I mean, you got to laugh at that, don't you? Yeah, and, like, it went from they were cheering for something, like, where the whole crowd was cheering. And, then they just, and he thought like, it was for him? him? They flashed him up on screen, and it, like, instantly just yeah. boos everywhere. Yeah. Oh, he just st- stood there and kept smiling and clapping. They love me yeah. here. Come on, you got to laugh about that stuff. If they're booing you, come on. Have a sense of humor yeah, about it. Roseanne but. Barr took that really well. 
when they booed her. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> a good point she there. Did really well. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't care for that at all, did she? <laughs> Look what happened to her. <laughs> um, when's the last time you you, you th- okay? We'll start with you, Cassie. When's the last time you don't have to tell me what it is, mm-hmm. but when's the last time you made a really really serious mistake? Uh, do I really want to go there? Last um, week? Daily. Have we got time for this yeah, the rest of the day? Thing. Oh, a real, uh, probably one thing I regret when I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade is the last time you made a really? large mistake. That I made a mistake and I screwed up. So sixth grade. Yeah. Andy, how about you? So none. A big mistake. Yeah. Like a, a monumental mistake it has to be, though. Because the one I'm comparing it to is a monumental error. Oh. Mm. Monumental. Oh, it's huge. Well, I guess buying my previous uh, yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, moving it out of it. Street <laughs> up. Well, I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Catherine yes. marrying me, I'm sure, is your... Yes, I would say so. Okay, excellent. I just See, I just skipped right over that one because I knew that was going <laughs> Kevin? Mm, a monumental mistake? I don't mm-hmm. know. Probably like uh, within the last year, maybe it's probably been a big mistake, sure. I don't know. Can't remember what it is, but somewhere. I don't know, somewhere there's got to be something. Somewhere where you have to apologize profusely, yeah. I figure. And I can't remember the last time I had to like really apologize. A woman heavily. had a painting hanging over her hot plate in her kitchen. No. You know no, this one, Andy? It just happened to be a Picasso. Well, I don't know it, but I. You don't put a painting over a hot plate. Not a good idea. Oil doesn't like heat that much. Uh, in any case, none the worse for wear for the decades it's been hanging over the hot plate in the kitchen of an elderly French woman who thought it was a religious icon from Greece or Russia. It was, in fact, one of just 11 known paintings by Italian master Chimabu. Chimabu. Uh, somebody apparently uh, got a hold of it. Uh, the 10-inch high Christ-mocked painting, uh, first painting by Chimabu, was also known as Sieni de Peppo. Uh, Chimabue. Chimabue, that's how you say it. Yeah, I suppose Apparently. it would be Chimabue. That makes sense. Um, in any case, uh, so basically she had it over her hot plate for, for years and years and years, almost threw it away. Said that she almost decided Got one day to just throw it away. All the smoke. Apparently, that's true. Uh, it sold at auction over the weekend for $26.6 million. Oh. Mm. Why can that never happen to me? Yeah, why don't we get a $26.6 million why painting? Why don't I have Jeez. priceless things in the attic? Oh, my gosh. Acteon Auction House says the 10 inch high Christ mocked painting is the most expensive medieval painting ever sold oh. at auction. It is the first painting by Chimabu, Chimabue, also known as Siena del Pepo. Uh, ever to be auctioned off. It was one of eight scenes of Christ, the revered pre-Renaissance painter created for a diptych. Is it diptych? Yes. In 1280. The auction house says the painting was sold to an anonymous buyer from northern France. painting would probably have ended up in the trash if it hadn't been spotted by an auctioneer. Uh, the owner, who was in her 90s, had asked to evaluate her home's contents because she was moving and wanted to get... You're moving in your 90s? <laughs> I've lived here long enough. I'm sick of Maybe she's it. moving to an assisted living. I need a fresh well, start. <laughs> I need a fresh start here. Oh, God, we got to take a break. We'll be right back with the family. 
Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020 by 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We did not buy a $26.6 million painting while we were gone. Nope. No, we did not. Yeah, got our bid. We twenty six point five nine five. Just twenty six million no. and some change short. Yeah, sorry. What are you gonna do? I'm sorry. I would find better ways to spend my money than on a. Yeah. A Look paint. at that painting. Yeah, yeah great. Well, it's, it's, it's all money laundering, is what it is. Yeah. It is. You're right. No, it's yeah, money laundering and tax evasion is yeah. what that is. And no doubt about that. Um. Kevin, as a long-standing veteran of the comedy wars, yep. Louis A.K. is going on a 14-city tour. What do you think? Good for him. Really? Yeah. Well, think so? Like, well, I mean, he had his little scandal and little. everybody. Well, I mean, not little, but like, and it's gross that he shouldn't have done it, but it's Super like. Super gross. What do you want him to go flip burgers at McDonald's now? Like, So did you ever, did they ever do it to you? No, I mean, I, I said, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I was like, I'm, I'm, no, he never did it to me. <laughs> no, he <laughs> never weird. did it to me. When he Ooh. asked, did you say, please, yes. sir, oh, may I have man, some I more? Mean, it's more <laughs> in his <laughs> It's in his rider. It's part yeah. of his contract. You, yeah. just, you can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Louis C.K. is back, apparently. The comedian announced in what EW refers to, the Entertainment Weekly refers to, as a rare email update to subscribers of his mailing list on Sunday that he's going on a 14-city, I guarantee you, Minneapolis-St. Paul will be, be one of those places. Probably, Probably I would yeah. think so. This is a great comedy market. He's going on a 14-city international comedy tour starting November 2nd in Virginia, the tour which concludes January 31st in New Orleans. Uh, includes multiple U.S. stops as well as shows in Israel, Rome, and Slovakia. 
And CK says in a note on his website that he will be adding more dates. I am on the road doing professional stand-up comedy, which consists of sharing jokes, stories, observations, lies, non-lies, and being generally ridiculous for the benefit of a laughing audience. Tickets are the only thing currently available on the, the uh, site. Uh, you may have noticed that louisck.com, that's my website, has been down for a while. Well, the comedian notes in his email to subscribers, this is because I'm redesigning the site. I mean, someone who, someone talented who I hired is. The full site will be back in a month or so. Then the same products will be available and a few new ones for those who, uh, whose memories are fuzzy. CK admitted that accusations of sexual misconduct that emerged in 2017 were true. There were career repercussions, and for a while he laid low. Well, he didn't lay low. Nobody would hire him. Yeah. There's a big difference between laying well, low and not and being sure hired. I'm sure he had to shut down his social media because people were oh, probably yeah. attacking yeah, him, they I would were, say. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, he returned to stand up in 2018 with sets at New York City's Comedy Cellar. Sets that proved controversial and got him heckled due to his jokes about rape whistles. Are you not going to yeah, learn, Louis C.K.? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't dive into that material. I got to be honest with you. I never thought he was funny. Me yeah. No. I don't get it. I just—he's not funny. Why do people think he's so funny? His TV shows yeah, suck. It's just like certain brands of humor that I, I don't guess. understand. Yeah, I liked him on Parks and Rec, but that. Oh, he was on Parks and Rec. I didn't yeah, even know for that. a short time. Oh, okay. But. But that his role in that was kind of very low key and just kind of it wasn't like he had to be over the top or anything. But mm-hmm. yeah, like some of his stuff, he's just he's like this angry. Oh, he's a mean little prick. Yeah, just he's a little like tiny a smarmy, guy. Well, he just is Ugh. perverted jerk. <laughs> Are we still talking about Louis C.K.? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's good to you know. Uh, in any case, he, he made jokes. He was heckled doing jokes about rape whistles. Parkland survivors. Yeah, that's funny when your oh, kid's been shot to death. God. And his own scandal. He responded by, did he say, I'm sorry, I should have done that? No, he responded by threatening to sue the entire audience if they leaked the jokes. What a child. He is a horrible human being. Why anyone likes him, I will never understand. I won't be going to his shows. Uh, I've never mm-hmm. seen him. No. Well, he, I had him in studio once at KQRS. Yeah. What a prick. Really? Oh, God, what a... Just unfriendly. It was amazing. Oh, he's a really big deal. Yeah, I just right. don't. What has he ever said that's funny? Anyone? I don't really know anything about him. Yeah, no, or I've his watched comedy. like 15, 20 minutes of one of his specials and was like, ah, turn it's it off. Not, can't do it. It's nothing. It's just not funny. It's he's got this like, oh, I've got an edge. It's no Leprechaun Three. No, <laughs> no, you've revealed our true love. Catherine and I had nothing to do on Friday night in Nashville because it's gotten late, so we just want to watch something before going to bed and all the rest of it. Leprechaun you 3, You chose Leprechaun baby. 3. Well, it was really, on. there was, well, in, the ho- was in the hotel, they had this Google Chromecast thing. Uh-huh. So you download the app, and supposedly you can play your Netflix, like, your oh, okay. Hulu, whatever, but we could never get it. To sync, so we were stuck with the thirty-six channels, you know. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So we watched Leprechaun Three. Big fan down there at the other end of the table. Oh Catherine. my god! At first, the first five minutes, we were like, "Oh, it's like Sharknado with right. Leprechaun." Right. Oh, okay. That stupid yeah, yeah, humor yeah. with horrible, horrible <laughs> acting. Horrible <laughs> acting. Like well, they've got to be. Well, what was being he this... acting like? <laughs> it was so bad. And so we're like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. But then 
as you know, the last five minutes were like, this is so horrible that it's really just horrible. Yeah. But there, mm. are, yes. there's another one. There was a Leprechaun for Maid, so there's got to yes. be a yes. following for these yeah, shows. The cold classic movies. down in Nashville. You hit your cheesy movie limit. Cheesy? I don't even know. Is it wasn't cheesy? even cheesy. It was horrible. <laughs> oh. He puts a spell on this woman, and her lips get as big as oh, like because she, oh, three loaves of bread. I don't, she, well, she, first of all, she's sitting there with this wig, and she looked like a standard, you know, fairly attractive yeah, middle-aged okay woman. Looking, yeah. And she's standing in front of a mirror, going, "Oh, if I was just hot again, I just wish." So you get this, you get a coin, and you can uh-huh. make any wish you want, and you're going to get the wish. But mm-hmm. then the leprechaun's going to come murder you after you oh, get okay. what you want. Uh, Interesting. Uh, so, so she's wishing that she was young and sexy and all this stuff. So, as soon as she gets the wish, all of a sudden she just takes off the wig and puts on a dress, and all of a sudden she's like this siren, sexy siren woman. It's like she looks basically the same. I yeah, don't really she looks exactly the same. And she's like, she's like yeah, shaking okay. her boobs all over the place. And oh, I'm just so that. sexy. I'm so sexy. I'm just gonna sit here and stare at myself in the mirror. I'm so hot. Oh my god. So then the leprechaun comes in and he's like, "You want large lips? Come on, do <laughs> the voice." And they become. I can't do the voice. Can you do the voice? You want large lips? That's how he talks. It is. That's how he talks. I'll give you large lips. Yeah, they yeah, blow up deal. like you know crazy, and then he They're makes like two loaves of bread. Yeah, and then he That's makes her boobs, her boobs out of here. <laughs> then her butt just turns so large that she can't get through a door, and then all of the. All of the stuff that's gotten largest explodes. Yeah, she, her oh. body explodes. Like all over oh. the place. Oh, it's just And that's dreadful. how she died. Oh. <laughs> she had so oh, much filler, she terrible. just exploded into a million oh, pieces. Oh, that is horrible. Uh, yeah, and then he makes these <clears throat> cheesy little rhymes with everything. Oh, yeah. oh mm-hmm. my God. I remember seeing the very bad. first Leprechaun. And Jennifer Aniston, I think that was... That, her, was, like, that was her first movie. movie. Really? It was, oh, yeah. Oh, my to God. To go back that far. She could act then, too. <laughs> in Leprechaun. In Leprechaun. And of all movies, the, the one she had the yeah, acclaimed acting exactly. job. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, I thought... Did when, you watch the whole thing? Did I you make did. it through it? I oh, did. Oh, my God. Were you high? No, I, I probably should have been. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to make it through a whole... <laughs> well, and then, did you ever watch those movies called Critters? No. No. Oh, it's kind of that same vein oh. where it's just super. It's like these alien creatures that come down and they're like little fur balls with these pointy teeth and they like. They'll kill oh, yeah, you. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, and like they'll like. C- Conjoined together to make one big ball and like roll down this this big fur ball rolling down. It's weird. It's very weird, but it's just like the Leprechaun movies. Oh, it's that bizarre gosh. like what am I watching so type thing. Bad. Way over the top. But it brings me right back to my childhood. Yes. That's yeah. That's so the kind bad. of. I think that's why I kind of like those movies because it <laughs> <laughs> brings me right back. There. My favorite is still the stuff though. They'll never ever pass that scene. It'll never. Nothing will ever be better. Did you ever see the stuff? Mm. Uh, this meteor comes out of space and hits oh, the oh. Earth. Okay, the stuff that it's basically the blob, but not. It's like oh. marshmallow cream. Right? <laughs> yep. And these two guys are walking along, and also this white pussy stuff is bubbling on the ground. It looks like pus. Yeah. What it looks like, right? Bubbling up, and he goes, "What's that?" He goes, "I don't know." Leans down, grabs a handful, and eats it. Yeah. What could go Cause, wrong? Because that's what I would do if I saw something bubbling out of the dirt. Especially that looks like pus. That looks like pus. Yummy, I better yummy. eat this. Oh. This sounds nice. Okay. But the best of all time of all like 
kind of scary movies is Plan Nine. No, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, that looks so bad. Oh, oh it is so terrible. bad. It's good. <laughs> they kill people with cotton candy guns. It's awesome. Cotton candy guns. <laughs> yes, these clowns from Outer Space. Yes, it's very serious <laughs> they have over these there. Got these cotton candy guns that put you in a cotton candy cocoon. And oh they, well. Yeah, they kill you. That I would one. like one of those. Yeah, that was that. Why couldn't you just eat your way out? Right. Well, because I think it, yeah, well, sure. <laughs> I don't You'd know. have a headache for a week, but yeah, that movie, I saw that is that's my top of the cheese meter on creepy, scary uh, movies. Top leprechaun of the cheese meter. It's got to be. Really no, it beats out Leprechaun. Yeah, really? Yeah, you got to watch it. It's possible. Watch it. I want to hear what you think of it. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing tonight, honey. Watching what is it? Killer clowns. From Killer outer... clowns from outer space. Yes. Okay. By the way, uh, Cassie, you just got an email from Ben Affleck. says uh, it's happy hour somewhere. <laughs> well, that's good. Ben Affleck? Apparently Ben's been schwealing again. Uh-oh. He was sober for an entire year, but now apparently apparently he was dressed up in a skeleton costume and fell over. <laughs> that's not real good news when you can't stand up just because you have a mask on. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know Ben was a boozer. Oh, yeah. He's a yeah. He's a boozer. Has he right. done anything lately? No, I think I he's trying to deal with his schwealism. Uh, well, you call did it. he ever? Did his divorce from uh, Jennifer Garner go through? Oh. I wonder if that's. What's oh, going I on. think they've been divorced a while. This is not good. Because I remember that. Was a Day while ago. after a sobriety stumble, another Affleck sighting. This time, the anchor was spotted standing outside Jennifer Garner's house. No, see, oh. Jennifer, Jennifer, come back. Standing outside with, with a boombox. Boom <laughs> in the rain, singing. <laughs> singing in she, your eyes. In your eyes. She opens up the second story window and tells him to go away. <laughs> go away, Ben. Go away. Oh. oh, God. He's standing outside Jennifer Garner's house. Oh, that's oh, so depressing and pathetic at the same sad. time. Oh, that's so sad. He screwed up. He, like, cheated on her, I think. Yeah, he did. Like, the nanny. Yeah. Like, I thought he was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Stereotypical yeah. crap. Ugh. Own it, dude. You screwed up. Oh, God. The video of him and that. He's wearing a black suit, but he has like a skeleton mask on and he falls over. <laughs> There's video? Yeah, there is. There's video. Oh. Let me see if I can find it on here. TMZ probably Well, has Fawn it. was tripping over her little her mermaid costume yesterday. So she, maybe it was the costume. She constantly tripped over. Yeah, maybe it was his costume. He oh, wait a minute. He's got jeans. Oh, God. There's a picture of him trying to pick himself up. He's, <laughs> he's leaning against a car or pulling himself up. <laughs> oh, At that point, just grabbing onto whatever is not moving. <laughs> it's time exactly. to go home, Ben. Just go oh, home. Ben, go oh, to the house. Wrap hit, it up. He hit his low. Yeah. Apparently, he's hit his low. Now, now he wants Sounds the... Sounds like uh, he's had several. Now he wants the missus back. Who could blame him? Mm. Mm. Uh, by the way, if you didn't piss all your money away on buying a painting for $26.6 million, you could buy Kurt Cobain's sweater for only $334,000. His sweater. Just why sweater, do people yeah. spend? I have just no idea. Who gives a wore damn? It, I can't understand it. Is there a way to make money out of something like that? Can you buy it for three thirty four and sell it for a half a million or something? I'm sure you could. In the future. Yeah, wait yeah. a couple of years. Probably. Maybe. So it's just an investment then. Yeah. Somebody cares yeah. that much about a sweater that... I but I, just but I don't it. see I don't see anything like Kurt Cobain advancing in anything no. memorabilia in price because it's you know who's going to remember dead. him? Yeah, he's yeah. been another, dead yeah. since what ninety four was it? It's a long time. Yeah, ago. yeah. So it's been over twenty years. God, it's been twenty five years already. You think? I want to say it was ninety four when he. Yeah, you might be right. 
committed yeah. su- well if he committed suicide they say she shot him with the shot there's that, that conspiracy Whoa. about Kurt Cobain's death see little fishy it is a little fishy but his uh his sweater that sold for three hundred thirty four thousand dollars has food stains and a cigarette burn in it <laughs> classy man <laughs> a very classy guy nothing but yeah I don't I've never understood that it's like Hey, look at this. This was once worn by... Oh, right. really? Yeah, here's a tissue that Ooh. Michael yeah. Jackson stepped on in, right. when he was in the third grade. Or blew his nose in. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. I, I don't understand any DNA. of it. DNA. But... <laughs> Maybe I yes. can clone him. What is DNA on me? <laughs> uh, no, you probably don't. No. Yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't care for mm. that at all. Yeah, oh. we're not like collector type people. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But no, some I've people are that. seriously into it. Well, it's like that. I have that signed boxing glove Muhammad Ali signed. And, yeah, that you still uh, need to give to, to William Humphreys. Yeah. I'm giving it to him, yeah. Because he's a collector and I don't give a rat's ass about I mean, I love Muhammad Ali, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He was my hero as a kid, but I, you know. Was it like a boxing glove he wore? No. No, it's oh. a gigantic one. Oh, okay. You're just, just, give it, it just giving it away. Yeah, yeah maybe it's worth $26 I mean, million. Could be. $26.6 million. <laughs> Google just that. I just gave it, it to William kitchen. Humphreys. This is not good news. Don't put it in the news. kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Above a stove or anything. Yeah, hang it right over the stove. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't really see a signature that clearly anymore. Well, Turn you know, it into understand. a lamp. I understand. Uh, oh, my God. Time for a break. I don't. Oh, it is again. My God, the show's flying by. I we'll be know. right back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Ladies and gentlemen, two people say they were kicked out of a New York City bar on Wednesday for addressing the elephant in a room. A man was seated at a table nearby with a young woman. 
It's Freddy Krueger in the room, if you will. I didn't know that we have to bring our own mace and rape whistles to actors, our comic Kelly Bachman said from the stage at the private event at Manhattan's Downtime Bar, where various artists performed per NBC News. There were boos, and a male voice yelled, shut up, though female voices were heard cheering Bachman on. Oh, shut up, she replied. This kills at group therapy for rape survivors, the comic said. Per CNN, Bachman was later kicked out for joining an audience member who addressed Harvey Weinstein. Uh, he shows up at a comedy club, and they just started ripping the hell out of him. I'm going to stand four feet from an effing rapist, and nobody's going to say anything. Zoe Stuckless shouted before being asked to leave. It was a horrible, painful reminder of a power a man like Weinstein holds even now. It was a reminder that even in this time of relative awareness, it is hypnotically... Easy to be pulled into a culture of silence, a 21-year-old later wrote on Facebook. But I owe it to myself, I owe it to the survivors and to all the women that Harvey has victimized to say something, Bachman said. Weinstein had reportedly been invited by the event founder. Uh, Rep later said Weinstein was with friends trying to find some solace in his life. He was trying to find solace in his life. Poor baby. Poor Harvey, you rapist. Oh, that raping. <laughs> hard on a guy. Really must be. Must be really hard on him. And if he's trying to find Saul's, like, you're going to go to a comedy club where they're obviously going to make a joke yeah. about you, you and say dink. something? You're an idiot. Well, here, here's the whole statement. He was trying to find some solace in his life that has been turned upside down. Well, who turned it upside down, you right. dumb bastard? <laughs> <laughs> the scene was uncalled for, downright rude. It, it's not rude. This man's a rapist. And an example of how due process today is being squashed by, uh, quashed by the public. It says squashed here, but they meant quashed, I think. But in any case, um, here's a man. hasn't He hasn't served a day for all those attacks, no. has he? I don't think so. And I don't think he's ever going to. So how has your life been turned upside down? All these women remain harmed by you, and they have to fight it off, and you, nothing happened. Probably because he's got nobody that he can rape anymore. So it's, life is upside down. Oh, God, what a pig. I love it. So now Kelly, what is her name? Kelly Bachman, my new favorite stand-up right. comedian. I, I just, I don't understand how, how you, and there's a guy, shut up. Oh, yeah, really? You're supporting Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Okay, well. well not I'm sure Harvey is one of those guys that could do whatever he wanted, and he had a ton of money, and you know, now that he can't do that, it's, you know, it's unfair. Mm. Yeah, I, I suppose it is unfair I'm to sure that Sure, that's poor how he's viewing everything. Rapist prick. And he probably thinks that he deserved to do whatever he did. What is this all about? An email from a concerned citizen who worked at TMZ brought some Eminem lyrics to the attention of the Secret Service on the day the track Framed was released. I want to know if your agency is investigating Eminem for his threatening lyrics about first daughter Ivanka Trump, the employee wrote. What? Lyrics on his following album released in August 2018 seem to telegraph what happened next. Agent Orange just sent the Secret Service. The agency wouldn't say whether agents actually had interviewed Eminem, so BuzzFeed filed a Freedom of Information Act request. They had, indeed. Secret Service visited Eminem. Mm -hmm. A background check was done in December 2017 after the Citizen Report. The documents say Marshall Mathers, the rapper Eminem, had a new song called Framed with an inappropriate comment towards President Donald Trump and a threatening comment toward Ivanka Trump. The uh, emailer from, uh, from TMZ, which had posted a story about the lyrics criticizing Trump a few hours earlier, evidently was looking for a comment from the Secret Service. Either way, agents met with Mathers and his lawyers in January 2018. 
they asked about threats in the fan mail and whether he'd had any questions for them per BuzzFeed. It's not clear that the interview was tense. The documents say that as agents went through the lyrics, Mather began to rap along with the interviewers as the verse was read. In the end, the agency decided two days later against referring the case to a prosecutor. In 2003, per time, the Secret Service investigated Eminem over lyrics about dead presidents, which was just a term for cash. Uh, why would you want to harm Ivanka Trump? What did she do to you? Yeah, well, and because he was in hot water because of the uh, BET Awards cipher, he went off about Donald Trump, and so that kind of like sparked the oh, he did? feud between, yeah, between those two. And then he had... Yeah, his album, obviously, that he had a couple of references. Is he still well. big? Uh, no, I wouldn't say he's big at all. No, he's not really yeah. making too much more music. Yeah, he's. did he ever make any music, or did he just bullshit? No, I mean, I would say he's probably one of the greatest rappers to do it. He's a I'll honky. I'll put him up there. Like, he can, yeah. he can rap. Like, his uh, his most impressive feat, I think, or at least to me, was in 8 Mile. He uh-huh. wrote all of the raps that people were, like, battling him for, and then when he did his... He did it live and like just off the top of his head, and so then if they were like, "Cut, we gotta do it again," he would come up with a whole new, oh, there whole right. new rap. So I say, yeah, very talented. I put him on up there. Yeah, he is towards he, the top. He can, he can write some lyrics, and it's mm-hmm. it's very odd because it's like you are white. It doesn't make it doesn't fit for me, but yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's kind of kooky, but it's uh, the worst impression of music ever. Rap is? Yes. I oh hate that gosh. garbage I... so much. You sound like the old man, get off my lawn kind of thing. <laughs> get off my R&B is what I want you to you get off. You haven't met him. I love R&B as well. Like I know, but they've schools. killed it. Yeah. Well, see, not even I, around anymore. Well, see, that's why I really, I like Nelly, because he really infused, like, his raps are more like, um, they have a better cadence to them yeah. that fits mm-hmm. R&B better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. My mom loved Nelly. That was like her yeah. her one hip hop artist she liked. She's like, play that Cocoa Puff song for Coco, me. The Cocoa Puff song. <laughs> Back in like the early two thousands, you couldn't turn on the radio without hearing Nelly. It was like he was on country music. Yeah, he, he was did, everywhere. Like, gospel. Yeah. I think Tim McGraw did a song together. Yeah. Wasn't that he, the name of Dale Evans' horse? Nelly. I thought it was Whoa Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was a horse named Nelly somewhere. I know that. <laughs> that so, he wore a bandaid on his cheek all the time. Why? Just because it was a fashion statement. I just hate that so much. I can't even tell you how much I hate that whole thing. I mean, the lyrics, too. Let's get busy, or I be in a tizzy. Really? <laughs> That's your big rhyme, is it? Well, today, today well not it's all much rap worse. is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got that right. Yeah. Like, today is much rap. worse with the mumble rappers and stuff like that. And everything's auto-tuned. auto-tuned yeah. And, yeah, today's rap is horrible. I can't stand it. Horrendous. I like hip-hop, but I can't stand today's... If you want to even call it hip hop, yeah. I don't even no. know what it's called. It's like. <laughs> I was a big hit with the black audience in Nashville, man. There's Walking a black down the audience street. in Nashville? I thought it was just the guy that a plays. A lot of black people. I thought it was just the guy that was Subban that plays oh, yeah. the Predators. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, like we were, walk, we were yeah, walking right. to dinner, and there was just this gigantic crowd of just predominantly black people waiting what? to get yeah. into a stadium. So yeah. I asked. What, what are you all going to go see? Who's playing? And they said a bunch of different bands from like 19. Miracles and yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. it's like well, that makes sense because the ribs type? down there are amazing. So <laughs> that makes sense that there's black people. <laughs> the, <laughs> are you I'm racist? Uh, Tevin, I don't the white half of you is racist. <laughs> I don't know if you Let know this, Tevin, but out. black people kind of live everywhere. We shy away from Yes, exactly. But the greatest part, and then this one woman goes, the Manhattans, 
And I looked at her and go, let's just kiss and say goodbye. And he goes, boy knows the song. It was yeah, they were all ever. very happy. I was walking down the street by hands in the <laughs> air just... like, yeah, damn. <laughs> it was phenomenal. She was so happy that I knew the lyrics to the Manhattan song, Kiss and Say Goodbye. <laughs> it was just, that is they a great song. They were decked out, too. That they audience decked was out, decked man. out to Ooh, go to that concert. Dressed to the nines. Yeah. But I am not kidding you. I don't care who it was. The people in Nashville are all really, really friendly. They're all really polite. It was terrific. We went to a coffee house. There were five gingers in a five coffee house. Five redheads in a coffee house. I was like, not a Whoa. minority for the first time in my life. <laughs> exactly. You are amongst your people. Kicks it down the door. I'm home. I'm home with the redhead I coffee know. house. I was like, what's going on? Because the two guys behind the counter, they were both redheads. And they were like barbecue potato chip redheads they had that real red hair Did they, have no, they didn't they had they beautiful did. golden oh, red hair oh, gorgeous and then there was a gorgeous woman and i'm like one two three four and then another one <laughs> really like, long five, red hair too five gingers she had really long. and then one woman as we're walking out she did notice right the one with the glasses yeah and she noticed there were five red. She's like, damn. I know, like a convention. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. I feel unsafe. Exactly. There's a lot of conventions <laughs> in the South. A really? Lot of Are there really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know I that. Didn't, I, I was just in know. North Carolina, and I spotted a few gingers myself. Really? Yeah. I wonder why that would be. My people. Because. (laughs) (laughs) My married to a hillbilly. Great. That's great. Wonderful. Well, no, uh, the South is prominent, like from immigrants coming and their ancestry, a lot of it's Scots Irish. Oh, I spoke. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like down in Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama. A lot of Irish people down there. My whole family on my mom's side is. Uh, Scots Irish, and I think we've even had a few gingers in our family. So that's where the big N came from, you know. From the Irish. No, yeah. yeah, because they mispronounced well, thanks the word Negro. Thanks for bringing that up, right? Right. Well, no, they just circle. They mispronounced the word Negro. They couldn't say Negro. Now I don't Negro, like Irish so. people anymore. <laughs> like you ever did? Okay. I got an Irish friend. They still have plans. Ginger Max Max Trainer. Shout Max O'Brien. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say. But, yeah, it was a mispronunciation of the word Negro. That's where the big N came from. Yeah. From Irish people and Scots. Because their, their accent, it well, came out the other way. we know who to blame. <laughs> it's all the Irish's fault. Yeah, my ancestors, sorry. Except they didn't mispronounce, so look, a colored guy. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't mispronounce that one. So, so, I, I always like that, by the way. A colored guy. What? I know we were my sister and I. We were driving to the beach, and somebody had kind of like a shack-looking house, and they had a big sign outside that said "collards" because they were selling collards. Oh no! And my sister, like, it didn't no. register. No. Right? She's like, no, they no, still no. say that down here. Ah! Yes, we're selling colored people. Said Come it on says in. Collards. <laughs> Collards hey. for sale. <laughs> I will tell you what. We went to a mansion down there called the Belmont Mansion. They use black people as currency. Where? In the Belmont back, back Mansion in, the 1800s. in Nashville. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought you meant like Ed, today. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, 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 no. Listen, oh, <laughs> damn it, honey. You have any, I forgot <laughs> to bring Tevin. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any money on you? We're going to turn Philip in for a second. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got a Snickers for Philip. <laughs> you, you do lay away. You just have to stay there until it's paid off. <laughs> Tevin, you're going to have to stay here until I pay the whole thing <laughs> off. But take one for the team. And yeah, I mean, they would trade so back and forth. But, then, but they literally use black people as currency to buy. Buy things. 
Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. It's such a weird, like, that's a weird concept. It like, really is. It, it's actually very strange to go to one of those historical yeah. buildings and they start talking about slavery. You're just like, it mm-hmm. just doesn't mm-hmm. register that that could have actually, I mean, you know, it happened. Right. But oh. it's just oh, so remember. crazy that it happened. I remember being a little boy and I kept going, what do you mean? Because you know we had black kids in the in the class and all the rest. I'm like, slavery? What? Yeah. I mean, it just didn't register. Like, what are you talking bizarre. about? You mean you didn't do like my classmates and just stare at me the whole time as we're talking about slavery in school? <laughs> How's he gonna react? Kevin, what do you think about this? Like, <laughs> I heard you're good at sports, though. I know. I I've, I've toured some of those old plantations yeah. and stuff like that, and you walk through, and they're like, oh yeah, this was the slave quarters. I know. This is where they it's slept, just and it's weird. Like, very bizarre. It's so bizarre. Slavery. Well, because wasn't it in New Jersey too, where the teacher did the the lesson on like essentially buying slaves, and they oh, had the yeah. black kids leave the room, and they came yes. back in, and the, all the kids auctioned like had an auction for them. Oh God, there's a good idea. Why don't we do that again? I know that was such a terrible yeah, part of our history of the world's history. Yeah. It still world's is history. prevalent everywhere in the world, mm-hmm. except for Western Europe, Canada, United States, and Australia. Mm-hmm. Those are the only four places where it's not prevalent anymore. Yeah. Families getting split up. I just couldn't. Oh, we still yeah, have. Terrible. We still have it here. It's just in, you know, sex slavery. Sex slavery. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sex slavery. Human trafficking. And I, I mean, there were a couple of people God. busted in New York City for having domestic servants that domestic were servants, locked right. in. And they were from get India, out. though. Their domestic oh, servants were okay. India. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Tevin's <laughs> like, oh, man, I understand that. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's real good, Tevin. Okay, double standards. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, see, what what amazes me about that whole thing, we only got a minute here, so we can just go, go out with this, but it amazes me that people do not understand any of that. They don't get it. You know, that... That slavery's been around from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there were slaves all the way back. There are still slaves in most places. I just, every, and every culture was involved in slavery. Every one of them. Asians were, uh, Africans sold other. Oh, we'll close with this. You'll love this. So we get in an Uber down in Nashville. And the guy looks at me and he goes, buckle up, young man. Like that. And I'm like, okay. So I put it on. He goes, where are you from? And I said, Minnesota. He goes, oh, I used to live in Prior Lake. <laughs> what? Because I used to live in Prior Lake. And I also lived in Faribault. <laughs> and I go, really? I said, then I go, why'd you move? And he goes, 50 below, not good for African boy. <laughs> Usually the weather. Yeah. He said from where he's from in Africa, he said it was so oh, yeah. hot in the afternoon that birds would just drop dead. They would just fall. Just fall out of the sky. So, hot. so hot. Gross. So Minnesota yeah, would be quite... with a bird. Right. Yeah. Be nice. Complete polar opposite. Yeah. Literally polar Literally. opposite. And yes. the look on his face is like, 50 below. It's <laughs> yeah, a horrible look on his face. Well, it probably gave him post-traumatic yeah, stress disorder. I can't yeah. even imagine. I can't even talk cold. about it anymore. It's the greatest. For a young African boy. A young African boy. <laughs> it was phenomenal. We will be right back with hour two.